Hello and welcome to episode three of Colts and Cocktails. I'm your host, Matt Sargent. And with me tonight, I have not one but two distinguished guests. Back by popular demand, from episode one, Cole Sargent. And tonight he's brought along with him, Carter Sargent. Boys, how are you doing this evening? Good. Awesome. All right. You guys put the work in. Are you guys ready to look at some horse races? Yes. All right. Today we are going to look at the mandatory payout pick five at Saratoga on Travers Day, starting with race number seven. Shall we get right to it, boys? Yep. Yep. All right. Let's go. Starting with race number seven on Saturday. This is an optional claiming race. Four, let me see, what am I looking at here? Three-year-olds and up, five and a half furlongs on the turf. I thought this was an awful tough race. I spent a lot of time looking at this. Uh, boys, let's go. Carter, who is your top choice in this race? The four. All right, let's take a look. The four is Noble Emotion. Noble Emotion, 9-2 to on the morning line. Has run twice this year and not hit the board. What uh, what did you like about Noble Emotion? I liked its pace, and I think it has enough speed that it can get ahead. Okay, so you like the pace projection. The pace, it's got some early speed, I see here. Uh, I'm looking at the PPs. I know you guys are looking at the computer program, so... Um, you think that this horse is going to get out on the lead and is going to just go all the way around, take the horses all the way around. Very good, very good. Cole, who did you like in this race? The five and the one. So you think that there's going to be a dead heat between the five and the one? Well, I like both of them. Okay, well, you have to pick. This is how this works. You have to pick one, and then we can talk about the other ones. Okay, Ranger Fox, the five. I, I kind of like that one, too. This is going to be what? Uh, is this second off of a layoff? W- winner last time out at Belmont. So uh, it's only run once this year. Um, John Terranova, the trainer, um, does not have great statistics uh, on second off of a layoff, I'll tell you that. But Joel Rosario is back up in the mount and that's got to be a positive because they are well actually uh at Saratoga uh they're 0 for 10 so actually that that's not the greatest uh statistic so i take that back um what was the other horse that you liked the one let's go look at that um comedy town comedy town yeah the Evan. one Okay. Comedy Town. Um, run three times this year. One one. Second once. And then I don't know what it finished. Oh, it looks fourth. like it finished fourth. They're uh, two back. Uh, what did you like about Comedy Town? Well, I couldn't really decide against pace, but um, I thought if um, the horses that were in front, if they got tired, he would take it take the race if 
the other horses got tired of running in the front. Okay, so Comedy Town, if you go if we go back to Comedy Town's win in May, he kind of rated right off the pace and was just second right off the pace. So where you think that he's going to be further back, how far back do you think he's going to be? Um, well, there's five horses in speed-wise in front of him, but four or five, maybe. So you think he's going to be about mid-pack? Yeah. Okay, and you think that... There's, I will tell you, just looking at this race, there are. Uh, it's a difficult race. It's a competitive race, um, and I want to make a distinguish between these two things. I, I don't think that there's a lot of. Uh, it's not competitive because these are like awesome horses. Like the, the next races that we're going to go over, those um, are much classier, much um, faster horses. This is just a big field with a lot of average average above horses and uh really any of them can take it the way i look at it carter uh you had a couple other horses you liked what which ones were those the six all right the six is charmed out of great britain okay five uh races this is first off of the bench first race of 2022 for this horse. What did you like about the six, Charmed? Um, I think it can take it because it's got really good pace and the front horses usually get tired in once they run so long and I think it's gonna come in first or second. Okay. Okay, um, who, who's the jockey on this here? Uh, uh, Santano, Ricardo Santana. Okay. Thanks. The they don't have a very good ROI on there uh, between the trainer and the uh, and the jockey. He's been training. He's been at Saratoga since at least middle of July. So getting uh, acclimated with the track. For sure, uh, the works don't stand out. They're not awesome, um, but they are. I mean, 17 for out of 67, 12 out of 60, 19 out of 56, 20 out of 51, 14 out of 57, and three out of 45. Uh, definitely, I mean, another one that I mean, literally every single horse in this race probably uh, we could make a case for, and we could also make cases against. So. Um, were there any other horses you guys wanted to bring up uh, in this race? The eight. The eight. It says he's a long shot. Battle, Battle Station. Station. All right, Battle Station. Trained by Linda Rice. And you know I like a Linda Rice trainee. Um, Carmooch, Kendrick Carmooch. Here's the jockey. Um, let's see. Saratoga last month finished second. Runs six times this year, second twice, third once, off the board, the other three. Uh, again, just kind of average works. What did you What did you see? What did you like? It's, it's just pointing shot. it out that it's a long shot to you guys? Yeah. I don't nope. like long shots. You don't like to play long shots? No. Why not? They're, they're always in pace. They're like... 
and I don't think that's good because they can't keep their pace the whole race, so they're just going to drop back. Okay. Okay, fair enough. I am going to bring up one horse before we move on to the next race, and that's the seven, Casadero, who is a new gelding. I Definitely can see this horse. I could definitely see this horse taking this race. Um, it's going. Is this? For, is it also first time on the turf? Let me see. It hasn't. If, if it's not the first time that it's raced on the turf, here let me get back to yeah, it. Yeah, first time on turf. It's ran dirt its whole life. Yeah. What's the, what's the GSR rating? Um, rating for that um races or just this race? For this race. Um, GSR. It would be sixty six. Brendan Walsh trainee. So sixty six. What is that? Who? What's the top number? Seventy two. Okay, so it fits. I, then, I'm telling you, this. Then the average is sixty six. Okay. So it's uh, like average. This horse will have to be um, included. Um, okay, eight races, lifetime, three wins, two seconds, no thirds, one race in 2022, but that was way back in January. So Tyler Gaffleone, um gets the mount. I like everything about this, and uh, the, but especially the first-time gelding. Uh, that's the the main uh, angle that I like here, so it would definitely be included. Okay. Anybody else you wanted to bring up before we move on? Nope. All right. Well, the name of the podcast is Colts and Cocktails, and you boys are without cocktails, but there's a reason for that. Number one, you're not old enough to drink, and number two, I don't have any Sprite Zero. So the sole person with a cocktail is me, and in the show notes, I will include the recipe for... Matthew's margarita because that's what I'm drinking this evening we had some Mexican food what did you guys have tacos yeah tacos tacos this evening uh, had some delicious enchiladas so uh, we kind of had a Mexican fiesta there was a lot of chips a lot of salsa some guacamole uh, hopefully I don't get into some kind of a food coma here before we finish this deal so alright let's move on to Race eight. Race eight. Race eight. Going seven furlongs on the dirt. It's the Allen Jerkins Memorial Stakes. The first of four grade one stakes now to complete this big five. Cole, what horse do you like in this race? Just one. Just one. one. Okay, the one. Conagher. And I'm I'm sorry. Is this the race with uh, is is Jack Christopher in this race? Yep. Okay. And and your top choice is number one. Yep. Okay, you're fired. What? <laughs> tell me why you tell me like why you like the one over the six, please. Tell the audience why you like the one over the six. It has a ton of speed. Ninety three on ours. And then the person behind it is 62. What's Jack Christopher's rating? He's 60. Uh, 60's third. He's also my second pick. Right. I like I like the six. 
You guys, Jack Christopher is coming off a race where he tried to stretch out a little bit, bit off a little bit more than he could chew. He gets back to one turn. Um, uh, unbeatable. Un, unbeatable. Un, no, he's unbeatable in this spot. I'm sorry. This horse is getting back. Look, 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 look listen to this. Listen S-O-R to this. He's four for five lifetime. He finished third in a race that he probably really shouldn't have been in. Okay. And okay, he, won, I, he wins by eight and three quarters lengths. He wins by two and three quarters lengths. He wins by three and three quarters lengths. And then two back, he won by ten lengths. He law He was in the stretch. He was up by a head in the Haskell, and he lost. He finished third, beaten by two lengths. But that was the first time going two turns. He's not a two turn horse. He's a one turn horse. Uh, you guys can argue with me all you want to, but um, you know I've been doing I this like for the like six. a month or two longer than you guys have been doing this. So you like the six? Yeah. Okay. I like so the I've six. convinced you. I've I've convinced you. Okay. I so now had the six. Okay. So now when the one wins, we'll we'll both have to eat crow because your brother will uh will remind me about I that about that time that uh, authentic beat uh, tis the law. So. What what's that? Insane. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Carter, did you have somebody else besides the six that you were looking at in this race? The eight. The eight. I mean, these are all just backup horses we're going to talk about here. I love. Its oh, Gunite. Gunite is a good horse. Um, I love its pace. Gunite. Nothing wrong with Gunite. However, it's just not as fast. As Jack Christopher. He's just not as fast. Bro, he has two less speed. Two less, man. I'm, tell- I'm telling you right now. I, I, mark my words. I'm I know not, you guys I'm will have. I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> it sounds like it. One of the two of you is. <laughs> he is. I'm not. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to tell you. It's like... Four behind in GSR. Tell me, you guys come up with a a scenario. Come up with a scenario where one of these horses. I mean, the only thing, the only thing, the only thing that can happen. Tell me what has to happen. The only thing. A miracle. I think the only thing that can happen is if somehow. Jack Christopher stumbles out of the gate, or something happens to the gate. I don't. I don't think it's possible. I do not think it's possible. Um, Gunite does like uh, Saratoga in three races, two wins, one second. Uh, I like. I like Gunite underneath. I like. I like uh, Jack Christopher over Gunite. In yeah, the Jack exact, Chris- in the Christopher's finished third, and then first his whole other races. Yeah. So, is, is there another? I mean, and we. I mean, we can keep going at I this. Like We're the not sixty-eight in the one. Sixty-eight in the one. And Cole. And what was your? Why did you like Conagher? That was your top choice, right? Yeah. Speed. Why? It's speed. Like it's speed. like thirty ahead of everybody. Yeah, it's basically thirty ahead of everybody. It's thirty-one ahead of Gunite and Jack Christopher. It's like. 33. It's 33 ahead of. Okay. Well, 
I mean, you've got your opinion and I've got mine, and I think that we've uh, kind of exhausted this thing. So I think it's going to go 168. <laughs> okay. For, you know, all right, we'll, you and I and your brother and I, you guys, we can have a side bet. And, uh, 168. That, that's, that's what we'll do here. They, you know, there's only one other uh, horse that I was kind of surprised that you guys, when you were going through, that you guys didn't bring up, and that's oh, the three, three Howling three Time. Howling Time. Howling Time because it might have Joe a Talamo is sitting atop. It might have a chance, man. I don't. I don't know that Howling Time has. I don't know that any of these horses. It's, they're all running for second. Jack Christopher is going to be first. Howling Time. It just start the like the pace. Joe Talamo's been aboard every single race. Eight lifetime races. Three wins. One second. So. I did I this on my sheet. The nine. You were gonna bring up the nine in this race. Yes, and ours it says he's gonna come in second. No. No. Accreditive? No. Accreditive? No. Yeah. It's going to come in like... Irad Ortiz, two lifetime races, one first and one second. Chad it's Brown... It's going to come in like fourth. Chad Brown, Cheney, uh, not fast enough. I mean, ran a... I mean, again, all these horses are going to have to improve in order to beat Jack Christopher. Um, can it happen? Sure. I'm... The nine pace is 39. And then 35, 17. Okay. And um, in his two races, Once it starts, he, uh, he finished second uh, last time out first. in a slow pace. He was fifth. He was mid-pack. And then uh, he's mid-pack both races. He's a mid-pack runner. He puts in a, puts in a late run. Um, I don't, again, nothing wrong with that. But I, I think that they're all running for second. So we'll see. We'll see on Saturday. Jack Christopher is running for first. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Let's move on. We need to. We need to uh, keep it moving here. Let's go to race nine. Race nine, race nine is going one and one eighth miles on the dirt. It's the personal ensign stakes for four year olds. Phillies. Four-year-old fillies and up. And which one of you guys' turn is it to go first? Carter, who do you like? I like the one, the five, and the three. Okay, but what's your top choice? I'm going to say the one. Latruska. Its pace is like 32 ahead of everybody, and the other horses are just slow. Latruska is... Latruska is... Very fast, um, right out of the chute. Um, got caught up in a super hot pace last time, got pressed, and then completely uh, melted down, had nothing left down the stretch, and finished fifth last time out against... Um, it's not going to do that with these slow horses, though. Well, that's what I'm, I'm going to tell you. Uh, the top three from uh, that race it's are also racing here. Three. Are also racing here, so... In order to compete, you're gonna have to not go so fast. Um, or not gonna because it got pressed, and they were. I mean, they were. I mean, way way out ahead of the field, and then you know, she just backed up 
down the stretch. So yeah, definitely going to have to run a different race than she did last time. Uh, yeah, but it's coming first six times out of eight. So actually, the, yeah, the ones that you're looking oh, at, nine. lifetime, 26 races, and won 19 of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, it can win if it gets to third. And what I'm looking at, it's in third. And that's how it's won, like, all its races. Okay. I'm not... Hey, I like that horse. I like that horse. Uh, we had that horse on our ticket that day. and Luckily, we also had Clarier on a backup ticket. So, um, who was the winner last time out? Uh, Cole, who do you like? Who's your number one top pick here? Um, six, since Carter already talked about the one. So, I say six. You want the six? No. no it's a five. Five. Malathat? Yeah. Malathat finished second last time you. out. Last two times out, and then a winner back in April. I like his stuff when I'm races when I'm looking at. He's finished one, two, and three. Only. Not not to interrupt you, but uh, these are fillies. So it's she. She. Good horse. A, a very good horse. Eleven lifetime races. Seven wins, three seconds, one-third. So in the money 100% of the time. Uh, your vertical bets, your you know, the, the bets on this, you know, supers, tries, etc., exactas, you have to include Malathat um, because she's going to be right there, and you know it. I mean, it's on the back of the baseball card, right? Who else did you guys uh, want to talk about? Two, here? two, two and four. Search results. Chad Brown trainee, the two search results. Um, I think the same one thing. is going to slow down, and the two or the five is going to take it now. So search results won last time out. Beat uh, leader of the band who just won last Friday. What I'm looking at is pretty good. So I, my top choice would be search results, actually. Yeah, because... Finished third against, uh, though, in that uh, the Ogden Phipps that we were just talking about with uh, Latruska. So we'll need to improve. We'll definitely need to improve a bit. Yeah, but I also think he's going to have too much starting run. Okay. I think we've got it covered. I don't. I mean, I think uh, between Latruska search results. I mean, you guys didn't and talk about Clarier though. I mean, Clarier is on fire, right? We need to pace is four. One yeah, three. Pace out. Is four is but it hit. says it's gonna win the most. Yeah, yeah cause she's. Well, search results has the best winning curve. Clarier has raced four times this year. Okay. That's its one, pace. And one three. Okay. And she makes a big closing run. That's what she does. And that's exactly what she did. Uh, SOR is probably first. And GSR is pro is going to be nine. 
So I think I, I think based on our conversation, we can probably toss the the four. We don't think that the four has a well, shot. Well, it's a long shot on ours. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't think that the four has a shot. No. A nice work. A, a nice work 39 here. Thirty-nine pace, five win percentage, GSR, eighty-four, SOR is seventy-seven, which it would be last. She ran in the the Shuvi, uh back in July, and I mean Clary Air over Malathot. I mean, uh, no, she finished. I guess she finished third in that race. I just don't. I don't see her. Uh, and that was her fastest race, fastest career race, and she finished third. And she's going against the the same uh, horses. So, I, I think that we've exhausted this one as well. Let's move on to. Race number 10. All right, race 10 is going one and a half miles on the turf. It is the Sword Dancer Stakes. And Cole, what horse do you like in the Sword Dancer? Seven. All right. Tribune. Tribuvin. Okay, is how many how many uh, horses in this race are trained by Chad Brown? Is this uh, one? Chad Brown? Yeah, the trainer. If you click on your tra- I see jockey r- trainer. Yes, I, Rock- I don't see that here. He's hmm. also got Rock Emperor, and he's also got Adhamo. So I think he's got. I mean, he's got at least three that I can find. But you liked uh, Trib Tribhuven. Tell me what yeah, you like. Yeah, I can find three here. What'd you like, Cole? What I like, I like the speed. The speed, um, and then Carter. No, you don't do that. You guys are enamored with this uh, early speed. And you, then GSR. This is this is your uh, your handicapping style. Is uh, is that pretty much what you lean on? You look at the early speed I look first. At the early speed, then win percentage, and then I look at. I look at the speed and then see how much the speed is on the next horses. Okay. And then see which is, like, where it stops being that. So tell me, Cole, real quick, uh, Tribhuven, you said speed is top speed in the race? Yeah. Okay. I see. Seven. Uh, what is this? Two months ago? No, last month. No, it was two months ago, June, in the Manhattan. Um, he went gate to wire. Ran a 108 buyer. But, this, but also, this is a really long race. It's 12 furlongs. That was. Yeah, that was only 10 furlongs. So. This is two more furlongs. Furlongs. Correct. So, so Carter, what is your top choice? I would say cold hard cash, which is the four. All right, let me get to that. Cold hard cash. Okay. Price alert. Cold hard cash. 30 to 1 on the morning line out of McLean's Music. Another Linda Rice trainee. 
the Hall of Famer, John Velasquez in the Irons. Carter, you have to tell me why you picked a horse that's 30 to 1 on the morning line as your I didn't top pick. Look at that. It doesn't matter. You, that, that, that doesn't matter. I want to know. You tell me why. Convince me. Because if I'm looking at the nine channel maker. Okay. I'm looking at his races. He's finished first twice. Seven, once, six, once, fourth, once, fifth, once, nine, once, on mine, six, and three, once. So he doesn't, like, finish first. What? Okay, so let me ask it a different way. You like the four, cold, hard cash, correct? Yeah, I had the seven, the nine, and the... Four, and I'm not gonna pick the nine as my top one because it can't finish first. Because you don't think he's consistent enough. Okay, and then what was the other one? And then the 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 four, seven what was the the, the other one? seven nine and four. Okay, but you like the four best. Yeah, because Cole picked the seven. And I don't want to pick the same as him. Okay, winner last time out. It got a little hot. The pace. Um, here pretty much uh, it looks like a sustained running style um uh, has uh time form pace early and late almost identical numbers 86 and 88 so definitely has a shot um i guess i'm not going to toss this horse now when i'm going through Uh, i'm going to have to find some other knocks but um okay i you know run twice this is third off the bench in 2022 one win one third so saratoga races interesting three races at saratoga hit the board every time one win one place one show ah i also like the five and the six okay so you like the five and the six rock emperor yes okay rock I'm emperor the five golfer uh... And they say he's going to come first. Gufo? Yeah, Gufo. Gufo, I'm kind of wishy-washy on. Um, 18 lifetime races, 8 wins, 3 seconds, 5 thirds. Oops, excuse me there. 4 races this year, hit the board 3 times. Uh, 1 win, 1 second, and 1 third. Uh, training fine. I mean, out of the Christophe Clement barn. They say, I mean, I listened to an interview with... Uh, not Christoph, but his son, Miguel, uh, this week, and they liked every single. I mean, he, and you know, what are you gonna say? I guess uh, is it was would be my uh, rebuttal, but uh, at every single turn, they think that you know, hey, you know, okay, there's a a short uh, stretch at Monmouth. I mean, they had uh, legitimate excuses and or. Hey, here's why uh, that race turned out this way, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, and they're happy with the, the effort. I believe Blinkers stay on. Yes, Blinkers on. Add, and I believe added the Blinkers last time. And finished fifth. Um, nothing wrong with that. No, no, nothing wrong with that horse. Nothing wrong with that pick. Um, two races at Saratoga. One win, one second. So, 
There you go. There you have it. Um, anybody else you guys wanted to bring up in this race, race number 10? All right. Well, then, let's move on to the final race. The big one. Race number 11 on Saturday at Saratoga. It is the grade one Travers Stakes going one and one quarter mile on the dirt. It is the late summer derby. It is the biggest race of the summer for three-year-olds. Carter, who do you have as your top pick here? The six. Epic Center. All right. Six, Epicenter. Epicenter, a great three-year-old horse. Should have won the Derby. Should have won, uh, you know, had a terrible ride in uh, the Preakness. And then uh, most recently took the Jim Dandy. The horse has done everything right. Um, there are, uh, it just had a string of bad luck uh, in its races this year, and, and a couple of the races uh, has done everything right. Has tactical speed, can win, uh, win out front, can win off the pace, can win closing. Um, nothing wrong with that pick. It's a good pick, um, and one that many will get to. Uh, I, uh, that's uh, a pick that the uh, Panrose Syndicate is looking at. So, because um, I know, because I talked to one of the uh, the members here not too long ago, uh, yesterday. So, um, Cole, who do you like in the race? The six. You also are on Epicenter. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, the seven. Well, no, five would be my. Next choice. Okay, five. Let's talk about five because this is interesting. Now, I I believe, again, Chad Brown has three horses in this race. Here, I'll see. One, two, three. And there's only seven horses in the race, right? Yep. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... It, no, eight. 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 Yeah. So, my, my thinking here is that I wonder if there could be any... Uh, of a team aspect they're all trained by the same trainer um obviously different ownership different jockeys etc etc but artorius is interesting because he's only raced three times um and we'll just run over run through them real quick uh april and keeneland finishes second uh runs an 83 buyer speed figure then goes to Belmont in June, a winner by three quarters of a length, uh, running a 91. Um, and then in the Curlin, uh, last month, finishes first by four and three quarters lengths. Um, over and uh, was Gilded Age, yeah, over Gild, Gilded Age, uh, who's also in this race. This horse is improving every single every single race, and um, it's a wild card. It's a wild. I don't I don't know what to to make of this horse because uh, it's again it's only run three races, and I don't I don't know anything about it other than well, I mean I can see uh, the the numbers, and uh, I also see that Irad Ortiz Jr. 
who, uh, as you guys know, is uh, you know a jockey that I follow pretty closely. So this is a sneaky horse, very close to maybe being an A horse for me, right between an A and a B. Right now would be a B plus horse, I think. Uh, you know, I'd have uh, Epicenter would be my top choice, and this 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 horse might also be my second choice. Who else? Who else does anybody have? Carter, do you have any other horses that you liked here? Seven is early voting. Early voting is going to jet out to the lead uh, and try to do what he did two back in the Preakness and basically take, you know, and wire the field. Um, and then last time out here at Saratoga, though, with the uh, wasn't able to do that and kind of faded down the stretch. So, and uh, both Epicenter and Zandon were in that race. And uh, early voting ended up finishing fourth. Now, that race was a mile and an eighth. And what did I say this is? A mile and a quarter? Yeah. Yeah. So, this is even a little bit further out. Well, certainly reasons to like him. I know that, uh, I remember Cole liked, uh, I remember on the Preakness, you, you liked, uh, early voting. You told me that early voting was going to win the Preakness. I told you no way. And then I told you Epicenter was going to win. And then lo and behold, you got to do a little dance and shove it in my face that day. So you had, you had yourself a day. Anybody else, anybody else have another horse? The two. The two? The free. No, 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 stop. This is strike two for you. The number two, Rich Strike, is not winning this race. He no. said, they say he's going to come in first. No. no. They, got some faith in him. they, the no, free. no. I'm t let's talk about Rich Strike because everybody wants to talk about how great Rich Strike is working. Oh, he's training great, et cetera, et cetera. Look at, I mean, look at the works. He's been to Saratoga. He's been, you know, no. Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby. It was the fastest opening quarter in the history of that race. Those horses got tired. Epicenter was winning down the stretch, battled, dueled, was in front, and Rich Strike made some... That jockey made some crazy moves. He, I mean, it's a great race. I mean, it's great to watch the replay, but Rich Strike is not winning this race. And Rich Strike, I mean, it's going to take money from people because of the Kentucky Derby. That that's great. I'm telling you right now, Rich Strike. Rich Strike is not even hitting the board. Rich Strike has not won outside of Kentucky. Rich Strike's two wins are at Churchill Downs. That's a fact. Never never raced at Saratoga. That's why he's been out there for uh, an extended period of time. Didn't participate in the uh, second leg of the Triple Crown because probably knew that he couldn't compete. And then went ahead and ran the Belmont because they thought, oh, maybe you know that it's going to set up for a closer. Well, it turns out that it did. It was uh, Mo Donegal. <clears throat> so, uh, no. No, we're not. Uh, there, we talked about number two. What was the other horse that you wanted to talk about? Three. All right, the three. Ain't life grand. Well, here's another horse that I've tossed. So tell me why you like Ain't Life Grand. And I will tell you why it ain't. <laughs> I kind of get 
you kind of get what. Why do you like the Why do you like the three? Its speed is forty, and then Epic Saner and Cuber Knife is just five ahead of him. It's a Cyber Knife, is what you're Cyber trying. Knife. Yeah, Cyber Knife and Epicenter, and uh, Ain't Life Grand had a nice work um, on the twentieth, but that's one I've already tossed. Not fast enough. One uh, they. Won the Iowa Derby, ran a 98 uh, buyer. Comingford. And then won the Iowa. Won, an, won another race in July in Iowa. But no, I, I, I this what horse I'm is not fast at enough. Is just one, two, three, and four. One, three, and four in here. Those are the horses that you like, one, three, and four. No, what it's finished. Oh, okay. That's what I see. What you're talking about. One, so, one. Okay, here in in 2022, in 2022, um, four races, two firsts, and one third. Um, then off the board. Uh, oh, it looks like a fourth back in April. I mean, I will tell you this: uh, if we're putting together a ticket, we will not be betting on this uh, horse. To uh, um, to finish first. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but maybe a horse that hey, maybe a horse that can strike at a price and clunk up for third, or uh, complete the super, right? Epicenter. Epicenter, your top play here, right? Yeah. Epicenter single on the pick five, right? You're almost checking. What about the eight horse? Eight. You want okay. This is the last one we're going to talk about because we've gone about forty-two minutes. I wanted to try to keep this under a half an hour. Zandon. I like Zandon. Zandon has raced six t- lifetime races. Finished first twice, second twice, and third twice, and keeps going up against these same horses and keeps finishing second, third. Um, won the Bluegrass way back in April. Um, and I'm trying to think. Uh, none of these horses were in that race. I don't believe. I, let me see. Its pace is bad. He's a closer. Yep. I like I like the horse. I like the horse, but I, I again, it'll be. It's gonna be second, third, or fourth. Second. Against these, it's running against these. It's running against these horses and, and cannot beat it. Cannot beat this field. So something has to happen, and I don't see anything happening. I think early voting is going to go out, out front, and I mean the best. Boy, who who do you think is going to be? Who do you guys think is going to go try to run with uh, with early voting? I think Epicenter, and then the one. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say uh, the best. Uh, I think the I think, one always has the advantage. I thought this because it could just go around it sharp instead of like wide like the eight would have to because it's so wide it's going to take the turns big. Right, it's going to save ground. Yeah, you're exactly right. It does have a better shot to save ground. Well, I think that that's going to do it for this card. I want to thank uh, both of you guys for being on with me taking the time to handicap the races for those of you that want 
the full card of analysis on Saturday morning. Um, you can go on www.hammersheet.com. I will have the entire uh, analysis, picks for everything. And then next week, I've got something a little bit different planned for next week's episode of Colts and Cocktails. So um, that's just a little teaser. Um, Best of luck this weekend, the races, and we'll talk to you next week.